Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, your week in IndyCar guest show. And who do we have? An old friend who is embarking upon a new chapter in his career. That would be Simon Paginot, better known as <laughs> Jean Girard, the uh, father to young three-month-old Marley, husband to Haley, a man who did pretty big and important things in the first chapter of his IndyCar career. Super sub to start out, then a great stint with the team we would call today is Aaron McLaren SP. Moving on to Team Penske, I don't know if you heard, Simon, you won a championship and an Indy 500 there. Um, and now the world's newest driver for Ohio's Meyer Shank Racing. We're going to get into a bunch of great questions from our listeners as usual, but let's check in on the very first point here, brother, and say, how's your first couple of days after the season and after being announced with this new home you're heading to? How are things in your world? Hey, Marshall. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, you know, it's obviously been a, an event for a few days. Um, you know, it's seven years with Tim Penske and, you know, fulfilled with a lot of success. Uh, you know, I almost forgot it, but we also won the uh, IMSA championship with um, with Dane Cameron and Juan Montoya in 2019. So um, a lot of things were accomplished there. And obviously, Sunday was a very, very emotional day for me, probably one of the most emotional days in my racing career. Mm. Um, very hard to uh, basically start the, uh, start the race and the crossing and the, the finish line was, uh, was emotional. But um, you know, amazing to see where I am today because, uh, because of that, because of them. And, uh, and now it's, it's, yeah, going into this, uh, this uh, new adventure and uh, and a lot of excitement, a lot of new things coming up my way, and um, and a different role in a in a team that's uh, hoping to become a top team in the future. So um, very excited. Yes. Say big thanks as always to Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers who support us. The Justice Brothers will be on your number sixty Meyershank Racing Honda, by the way, uh, and also TorontoMotorsports.com. We do a lot of fun stuff with them. Why don't we start before we get to the questions, Simon, and some of them delve into the whys and whats of this move and development. Tell me about your view on this new chapter. And I'm not so much asking about the team side yet, but for where you are at in your IndyCar career, you did have options in front of you. You chose the Meyershank Racing Team. What do you view when you see the years ahead, is it continuation of the success you've had in trying to win more championships personal level? Is it a team that's on the cusp of bigger things, getting to infuse you know, two decades of your experience into MSR and hopefully helping them to get more wins and vie for titles. I'm just curious how you view this opportunity in front of you. Well, look, the, the biggest thing to me was obviously um – I had criteria for the rest for for the next chapter of my career, and um, you know, like you said, I had options, um, and I weighed it. I weighed the options, and um, you know, the, the relationship started with uh, with uh, Mike Shank and and Jim Meyer, obviously on the phone, and um, I felt very very welcome. I felt desired, um, and that at this point of my career was something very important to me, where. 
uh, I felt I can, um, if I'm this desired, I can take a, a big role within the team, trying to lead as much as possible with a fantastic teammate that I know. And, um, you know, I liked actually the vision Mike has for the team and, and the way that he goes about his race team. It's, it's a very modern way of doing things, uh, very open-minded, very um, uh, open to discussions with everybody on the race team. And uh, I thought, you know, this is an environment that um, that can really suit me and for what I want to accomplish next. So my vision is to be as involved as possible, um, to be, you know, bringing my wealth of experience, whether it's a sports car experience, everything I learned with Gilles de Ferran and uh, everything I learned after that, um, and, and, and hopefully, you know, be the driver that they need to, um, to take them to the next level next level being a top team regularly so uh, it's it's an exciting time because that means that um, I'm not just driving anymore um, and I think that's what I need that's what I wanted is that something that Mike and Jim mentioned in their discussions with you I ask because now granted I don't know when you all connected but I do know that I may or may not have shared your phone number with Mike Shank uh, a good while ago <laughs> um, just in talking with Mike mentioning who's out there who has what capabilities i know that at least in what i shared from my knowledge of you the things that they needed coincidentally happen to be contained within you all in one person of someone whose technical expertise on not just the driving side the feedback to your engineer but also the r d side hey let's think about going in this direction let's you know what are the plans in the off season to improve this area that area you have vast experience doing those things and i don't know if that's something they've really had before hey he can be a leader uh, within the car a cheerleader outside uh, he can be many many things that i think will help the program step up did they present some of those things to you as areas where they'd hope you would do more than just you know turn the steering wheel and stomp on the pedals it was interesting because um, the first discussion, um, I actually said, uh, this is what you know I envision uh, for myself within uh, the next team I'm going to be with. And I said, if you guys are interested in that guy, that's, you know, I'm the guy. <laughs> and it was uh, really interesting because um, everything I was saying is what they were looking for and vice versa. Uh, so it was a very easy chat um, where we basically aligned really quickly on the same uh, on the same criteria. It was, it was very easy. I love it. Well, why don't we dive into the questions? And we open with one from a uh, a tall drink of Americana that we absolutely love. First question: This episode, Simon, comes from a person by the name. Ben Bretzman, <laughs> your longtime race engineer, says, uh, thanks for taking my question, Marshall. Here's one for your guest. I'm going through a bit of a breakup with someone and wondering what suggestions he might have, how to get through it. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> ben, yeah, you know, it's it's part of the emotional uh, journey I went through last weekend. Um, it's obviously been... We started working together in 2009 with Ben in a, a Highcroft. Uh, we, we won the championship, uh, actually end of 2009, won the championship in 2010. 
Then we went on to IndyCar uh, together with with Schmidt Peterson, uh, Schmidt Hamilton to start, and yeah. um, got the Rookie of the Year. Finished third in the championship in a in a very low funded team compared to uh, the other big ones, and uh, and then we moved on to Penske, and and there we accomplished uh, everything we wanted to accomplish. So, you know, Ben and I actually it's funny we exchanged texts with our wives, and uh, one of the things that will stick with me is. When we started racing together, Ben and I, we had no house, no kids, <laughs> no wives yet. Wow. Uh, both of us were not married, and uh, now we we have all this, and uh, certainly a, a, an amazing friendship as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's a big page uh, that you turn on the book, but um, you know, I always be so thankful for the relationship, for his patience. Um, we didn't have many arguments in our career, and you know, it's been uh, 12 years, so uh, it's pretty impressive that uh, we didn't we didn't have any big fights. <laughs> well, maybe that's another area to delve into here quickly. So, you. But to answer the question, I think uh, you know, in France, you would have cognac and tonic water to you know make sure the breakup doesn't hurt too much. Well, booze with friends. Booze. Hopefully, we'll booze. make things a bit easier. <laughs> so that's going to be a part of your Meyershank Racing uh, journey as well, is for the first time, as you mentioned, in more than a decade, basically working with a new race engineer. Do you know who all you're going to be working with uh, on the 60 car? And how do you start that process? Do you give yourself a couple days here just to wind down from the season? Or are you already sending notes and uh, getting up on that gear? Well, it's um, you know it's still a, a working process. Uh, obviously, as you know, there's an alliance with Andretti Autosports, uh, with Maya Shank Racing. So there is a, a sharing of information, sharing of engineers as well. So it will be uh, an engineer from uh, from Andretti Autosport to start. Um, obviously, like I said, it's it's just been a few days since the announcement. Um, so we haven't we haven't dived into the the all the subjects yet we we've had you know obviously the the first conversations but uh, it's still a bit early and uh it will be a process you know and that's the next for me that's what's going to happen in the next few months is understand you know my role understand the situations um how the relationship between MSI and Andretti works um and and how how I'm going to be in the middle of that and extract the best out of uh, everything so um Going to be, um, going to have to understand the, the, the process, that's for sure. And, and I look forward to it. I worked with other engineers, uh, when I was doing my stints in sports cars and always went really well. Um, but definitely, uh, a new, uh, new game for me. Let's go to, uh, Matthew Ponto and Tim Peters, who are two of many who have included your beloved dog, Norman, in the show. <laughs> uh, Matthew says, Simon, congratulations on your new deal. Uh, I'm assuming you're happy with it. But what does Norman think of it? Uh, and has he met your new boss? Are there any perks for him in your new contract? Uh, and Tim also asks, how's he dealing with the change? And uh, does he feel the magenta colors you'll be stepping into <laughs> in the number 60 Honda might clash with his fur tones? So, how oh, my listeners are crazy. <laughs> well, uh, we are definitely going to have to have a, a pink uh, a pink harness from him for him from Julius K9, uh, <laughs> yeah. which uh, you know it's been it's been uh, it's been yellow for a while, and we're going to have to get some uh, some pink stuff. Um, he's you know Norman's excited when I'm excited, and uh, you know we we've had the chance 
to take a few days off. We walked on the beach together, and he seems happy, seems excited too. Um, so yeah, it's 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 gonna be um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome to have him at the racetrack and um, you know get him to sit on that new side pod. Look at that! Look at that! Why don't we go to Sarah Morell, our pal Sarah Morell? She is all kinds of awesome. She asks, "Has Simon ever had a Bush Light beer with Michael Shank?" And uh, she also asks, "Will Bush Beer ever be a sponsor of the Meyer Shank Racing Team?" I mean, they are a sponsor. I don't know if we're talking about a sponsor on the car, but if you talk about the people who make the cars happen, oh yes, that is very <laughs> much a product that uh, is? supports the entire team. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, again, I, I, when I they won when that. when they won the five hundred in May, uh, I guess the local Bush distrib- Bush Beer distributor dropped off case after right? case at Mike's home in front of his oh, like cool. at his doorstep. No but, way. Yeah, that's so Bush Light, I mean it's about as bad of an American beer as you can have, but Shank <laughs> loves it. Have you had is that how you toast is that what you did? You signed the contract and then the two of you knocked back uh, a Bush Light? Well as you know I'm more of a red wine kind of guy. Uh you know, so and I must say that Mike is a very American person. Very so, uh, the I most maybe that. I can he is yeah I can see that um but yeah if I have to I'll, I'll get into beers he will <laughs> smack the wine glass out of your hand is all I'm telling you here so it, just to prepare yourself you wouldn't vomit from it you'd just be really disappointed like really this just tastes like stay like rainwater that's been sitting <laughs> from a five days ago but just prepare your stomach for it because when you get okay. your first win just know he, you're going to be it's hammered coming. with that stuff. It's yeah, coming. <laughs> totally. Um, we're going to come back to colors here. Dan Gallagher says, Simon, first of all, congratulations. We're really excited for you. Says, how do you feel about wearing the Meyer Shank racing pink? Says, my daughter is a little bummed that her yellow gear uh, is now going to be out of date. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dan. And, and I must say, you know, I've, I've received so many positives, positive message. It's so great to see the support uh, I get from my fans. It's um, I tell you what, I feel like I have diehard fans. It's it's really been amazing. You know, since two thousand six, um, I'm just always so amazed that um, you know some uh, American uh, fans rather support me than an American driver. So thank you very much for that. But uh, side note. Um, well, Joseph Newgarden's well, terrible. So, I mean, that makes total sense. That guy's <laughs> been a failure his whole life and never achieved anything. So. I mean, he doesn't win anything, right? No, so, no. yeah, yeah, he never wins. Time's up, Newgarden. <laughs> um, listen, I think, you know, obviously, I mean, th- I mean, thanks to Menards because the, the last few years, and it's not just, for me, it's not just a partner. It's, it's, it's become a friend, you know. John's become, John Menards become a friend of mine. It's, you know, we kind of have... Uh, uh, almost a, a dad-son relationship there. So, um, you know, obviously it's been amazing to have that support. I think that the branding, you know, the yellow and um, how the car looked and, and how my helmet looked, thanks to, to Penske for doing that, it's it's created um, an image that was really cool. Um, now, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a new, a new color. We're still in the very flashy colors, which is really nice because I do like flashy colors. Um, all I can say is the, the yellow shirts will, will be vintage very soon and that, that's going to pick up value. So, um, hold on to it and get some, uh, get some pink because, um, I'm going to be wearing a lot of it. Look at that. Stay here for just sex, Simon, because this is, 
It's a unique thing that you've had. If we think yep. about Ryan Hunter Ray, for example, we associate him with DHL in that yep. yellow Andretti Autosport car. He has driven other cars with different colors, but I think when most of us uh, conjure thoughts of him and his career, it's going to come back to that yellow car. Um, your colors with Menards, I have to admit, I think no matter what colors you happen to have for the rest of your career, I mean, it used to be the, the blue at, uh, yeah. at, at Schmidt, yeah. Hamilton, Peterson, whatever it was called. You even had that kind of bright orange Oculus car for a couple yeah. of races here. You know, you've been in a variety of colors. What's it like, though, having kind of your own unique color so heavily attached to you? That doesn't really happen for so many race car drivers uh, as heavily as it's been for you. I, I know it's... Um you know, I've been so fortunate to be in this situation with such a cool livery and a livery that has so much history at the Speedway as well. Um, being the first to bring, you know, wins and especially the 500 to, uh, to the Menards, um, to the Menards was, was just phenomenal. Um, so yeah, it is going to be a big transition. It made me think about, for example, my own identity. Um, as you know, originally I, I wear that red, red helmet. Um, what am I going to do next year, right? Do I go pink? Do I go red? Do I go yellow? Uh, it, it's, it's really actually difficult to think about it, know what to do. Uh, certainly I'm going to take a little bit of time to reflect on it and see what would be the best. And the, the biggest thing is, uh, it, it, it's not really marketing or anything. It has more to do with, you know, how do the fans recognize you? Um, and, and I think my identity has definitely moved toward the yellow. So we'll see. There's a surprise there. <laughs> Off we go. You're going to go with a clear helmet. We're going to get to see your uh, your beautiful self inside Spiling that helmet. Drunk that's, driving. that's the new technology <laughs> coming. Uh, our pal Carlos Villalobos asks, Simon, with your sports car experience, do you double stint diapers to avoid waking up in the middle of the night to change Marley? I am a king at changing diapers. Um, I actually changed Marley's first ever diaper. I'm really proud to say it because I think, you know, my dad, my grandpa, we're always like, oh, we're not changing diapers. And, and, and I think the new generation of dads are very different now. I'm proud to say I'm very close to my son. So um, I, I take pride in, in, in changing him, uh, seeing him laugh when we do it. Uh, it's a great connection. Um, <laughs> surprisingly we talk about diapers on this show but um now i i change diapers like right now i'm doing the the night stint because haley has been on the, on deck what i was racing so um it's my turn to uh not sleep at night i refer to this show as my unpolished turd so totally <laughs> totally normal to talk about uh diapers and whatnot um let's come back to the uh, Meyershank racing world here both Steve Herman and our pal Oscar C. Love, best name in the world, uh, asking similar versions of the same thing. Do you think Marshank Racing can compete for championships? And is there a timeline of expectation in your head? And we know, of course, we can't say this is the exact year where it's going to happen, but what are your thoughts on, on how far away you think the, the team might be from top six or so uh, in the standings and becoming a regular challenger. Is there any date in the future you've at least penciled in, in your brain? I absolutely think that, uh, Myershant racing will be a team, will be a top team in the very near future. To me, this transition 
um, <laughs> you know, to make a parallel, and, and it's going to sound a bit pretentious because I can't compare myself to him, but to me it's a bit like when Lewis Hamilton made his move from McLaren to Mercedes, you know. Um, at the time, uh, nobody saw Mercedes becoming the team that they are today. Um, I feel with the resources that Mario Schenk Racing has, which they have a lot of resources, it may may sound like it's a small team, but um, they have the means, they have the resources to to grow, and they're growing fast. Um, obviously, they have two top drivers. We have five Indy 500 together. <laughs> that just goes without saying. Um, and to me, you know, obviously, it would be unreasonable to think we can challenge for the championship in 22. Um, but uh, certainly, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, create the foundation. We're gonna understand what we need to get to that level. We're gonna work on all the details, and God knows there are a lot in IndyCar racing. Uh, but to me, it's it's about you know understanding the process we need to put in place to make sure we can be successful everywhere. And uh, whether we start at the back, whether we start at the front, how we can manage strategies to, um, you know, a bit like Ganassi can do it sometimes. It's quite impressive. Um, so we're going to work on that and understand, and, and that's going to be part of my involvement. Uh, I hope I can I can bring something, some value to the team and uh, get there quickly. But um, impossible to say when, but certainly um, I have some goals for, for 22 already, but uh, yeah, it's going to take some time. I'm going to move uh, to our pal Arvin Mahadovan, who asks, well, says, congratulations, first in your new move. But he's curious, have you spoken with Elio since he also made the move from Penske to Shank? And he says, with change comes excitement for something new. What changes are you most excited about? So <laughs> uh, what's the old man told you about the new home you're coming to? And of the change that, that has happened already, I mean, I know some of the answers to this, uh, you know, but... Tell us about the things where you're like, okay, maybe the sun's a little brighter. Maybe there's something new or different here with this change that you're really looking forward to unleashing. Well, first of all, of course, Elio and I, we're, we're, first of all, we're great friends. Um, I'm really fortunate to say that we we have an amazing relationship. He's um, somebody, a driver that I respect uh, tremendously. He's, he's been the one of, I mean, certainly I would say, one of the best teammates I've ever had. You know, you get in contact with Elio and you're just always in good mood. Um, the guy can have the worst day at the racetrack and he's still smiling. So I've actually, I admire that. Alexander I, Rossi uh, might might slightly yeah. protest with that uh, suggestion, <laughs> at least after Sunday morning warm-ups. But for the most part, I hear what you're saying. Holy cow, but I've never seen the guy that mad. Wow, oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he's mad, and he still he still makes you smile. So you know, true. Uh, there's something to be said for that. But uh, the passions and I, the passion. Anyone passions. who questions his passion or motivation, Sunday morning should have answered that question. It's unbelievable. You should see the guy when he wakes up in the morning. He's jumping like uh, I don't know what he puts in his cornflakes, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, I want some of that stuff. Um, so I'm excited to have him as a teammate because I think he brings such a great atmosphere um, and such a great working environment. So I look forward to that. Um, you know, I remember how good it was when we worked together. And as to what's going to change, uh, what I look forward to on changes is, well, you know, I may not have to shave every day, uh, which, which, is, which is nice. 
not that uh, I don't like shaving, but it's just the freedom of deciding one day not shaving. I know of which you speak. Uh, it's been 20 years since I shaved this thing off my face. So, yeah, and knowing your, your love and great success in sports cars, maybe it's time for you to grow a proper sports car beard, even though we're going to see it in IndyCar for the most part. Yeah, that's a great opportunity. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Penske's going to find you though Penske's st still going to find a way to find you even though you're not driving for him but yeah former Penske driver you still have to shave <laughs> yeah, oh boy well why don't we um why don't we stay with sports cars Mark Whittledge says Simon think you're going to be involved in in Acura's future in sports cars talking about we know LMDH is coming Acura's announced they'll be a part of that you with championships and great success as a former uh full-time driver in sports cars uh, within the Acura family. And obviously you've done a lot of great stuff in the years since with um, a number of, of manufacturers. Curious if you think sports cars will be uh, uh, a fixture in your world as well. Well, you know, it's uh, it's been an interesting time for me because um, there were, you know, with the new regulation that's coming out in Le Mans, uh, there has been a lot of interest um, in, uh, in me going back to sports cars. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously... Uh, you know, seeing the Peugeot uh, developments um, and, and all the, you know, Porsche coming with Penske, there's going to be so many different manufacturers uh, coming in into, into Le Mans that um, that series, the next five years, that cycle is going to be very interesting to look at. And uh, I think Le Mans is about to be very, very exciting. So, uh, you know, I've always loved sports cars. I raced there full time. I've had the chance to you know, fight for the win in Le Mans uh, 10 years ago now already. <clears throat> but uh, I still have a love for the sport and I enjoy also the technical aspect there because, you know, uh, before anything is uh, I'm very, very uh, into the technical aspect of racing. So in sports cars, there's a lot of more things you can do and that excites me. Um, I hope I hope there's a bit of a future there. Uh, where I can go back to Le Mans someday, maybe, and 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 try to uh, to compete in that race. Um, and of course, the the other the other big ones like Daytona 24, uh, Sebring 12. Um, you know, all those races are very exciting to me, and I want to be part of it. Um, but certainly, I chose to uh, to be full time IndyCar at the moment. It's still it's still my main focus. Jamie Rowe is next uh, as we get down to the last handful of questions. Simon, Jamie just celebrated a birthday, so congratulations, Jamie. Congratulations. Yes. Says not only congratulations on the new ride, but he asks, does this new job mean you might be moving away from North Carolina to uh, be closer to the team in Ohio? So wonder how you might manage that. Then he also asks, how weird will it be for all those Andretti guys you've been uh, trying to beat for the last forever in your career? be sitting in engineering meetings with you and Elio next to this whole troop of Andretti <laughs> drivers who, yeah, up till now have been uh, mortal enemies. Yes. Um, well, first of all, in North Carolina, at the moment, we, we're going to stay where we are and I'm going to travel uh, to obviously to Ohio and uh, discover the state a bit more, uh, get to know my shank is actually building a, a, a brand new, uh, brand new shop. So I look forward to, uh, seeing it and um, being there for the opening. Um, and, and then I'll see, you know, at the, at the beginning, I'm going to see how often I need to travel uh, to be there. And like I said, to during this show, as I want to be very involved. So, uh, you know, I might have to get an apartment there and, and be close to the race team. 
uh, or just travel very often. But um, yeah, so that's one part. And then the, the rest is, yeah, it's going to be an interesting first debrief the first day. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. I've worked with Alexander Rossi when we were um, racing with Tim Penske. Acura. Yeah. Uh, great relationship started there with him. Um, really enjoyed uh, seeing how he drives and, and how he goes about his business. He certainly seems to like something very, um, very different to what I like, but uh, that should be okay. Um, uh, I think we both know what we like and, and we both know how to get there. So uh, be very interested to see about Colton Herder and um, what's the secret behind the speed. And also uh, your countryman, Romain Groschon, who will be uh, sitting in there. So yeah, I'm, I'm to be honest, I will be fascinated to see how Romain stacks up with Colton. Uh, we know there's no question how fast Romain can be, but, uh, boy, I just can't wait to see how that plays out. Um, I, I have a feeling for those who love Romain think that he's coming there and going to be the new team leader. Uh, I can just tell you that in terms of themes for 2022, how that dynamic plays out between Alexander, Colton, and Romain. Oh, that's going to be a spicy one. So, it could be electric. And also, it could be very electric. We'll see. <laughs> it depends if Elio and uh, Rossi uh, have patched things up since then, or are we going to have a whole off season of that festering? And uh, so, <laughs> could uh, be interesting as well. Elio's not a fighter. Though. Elio moves on to Elio moves on right away. You know, he he bursts, and then when he bursts, it's it's gone. So, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about Elio. Let's get down to the last two items, my man. Uh, Evan Kramer says, Simon, Colton Herta has victory tacos. Alex Pillow gets fried chicken after he wins. Do you have a go-to victory meal? And uh, he also says, does that change now, since you're with Marshank, to shotgunning Bush Light beers? To what, sorry? To shotgunning Bush Light beers with Shank. Yeah, Um, get on the beer. (laughs) It's it's all you're going to hear about. Just get used to it. Bush Light, Bush Light, I guess. Um, Yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll do what I got to do when, you know, when I win a race. uh, I have to do what I got to do. When I was with Icroft, we used to drink tequila, and that was made for a very hard Monday morning. So (laughs) I'll do whatever I have to do. That's okay, as long as you win. I can do anything. <laughs> um, what was the first question? Well, that was that was the first question of of victory meals. Is oh, there a victory sorry. meal that uh, you have or you might might go to? Now you know, the, the, my biggest uh, post race pleasure, post win. Well, I do post race anyways, but is uh, I go to Joe Murr in Detroit as uh, a restaurant, a seafood restaurant that I love. Um, and it's a tradition of, uh, of me and Haley now. We, we go there after, after the Detroit race, uh, eat oysters and seafood, sushi, uh, Dover, sole because it's my favorite. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my guilty pleasure. It sounds very sophisticated, huh? It Probably sounds too, too sophisticated against tacos I mean, I and out, fried in and chicken. Out, in and out. Let's call it In-N-Out Burger. All right. Bam. What style? Give it to us. What, what do you order there? Double, double, animal, uh, animal? What are we doing? Double, Double double, if of course the special in and out sauce all over that burger and grilled onion, one big grilled onion, just one piece grilled. Yes. I I, I like this. This is gonna be a whole thing to track because every driver, granted, 
Not every driver is going to win in IndyCar. We love those who are all there, realize not everyone's fate is destined for victory lane. But we like our good friends at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway ask each driver to give their preference for milk that we learn about going yep. into the race. I think we need to assemble a full field list of what is your, your quote, victory meal, because th- there's got to be some weird stuff. In I've there got a sure. quick one for you there. Quick story, quick. Um, 2016 Sonoma. I'm about to get to the racetrack. Stop at in and out of course, by San Rafael. And guess what number one ticket was? 22. <laughs> I finish Long Beach. I go to a pizzeria uh, last uh, weekend. I uh, get a pizza because I'm, I'm a big pizza guy. I make my own dough, actually. Anyways, uh, get the receipt. Guess what? 60-60 was the total. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. Good old numerology. Closing the yeah. show with Pagano. I love it. Well, let me throw in one more question before uh, we, we have a friend say farewell to the show for us here. Um, cars. Any new additions to the uh, somewhat interesting wacky uh car collection of uh simo pagino any of your indie cars or other cars been added to that since i last asked mm, well my last edition was the Renault 5 turbo i don't know did you know about that yes the Renault, yes um no well yes yes ah, see, I knew uh, it. <laughs> it's a uh it's a funny little car it's in france i haven't even seen it yet uh it's uh, a <laughs> It's a Toyota GR4, you know, the rally, the rally. Yeah. So I managed to to just get one. Uh, they don't produce it anymore. And I, I just got one from, you know, Kobayashi, my teammate's sports car, uh, managed to get me in touch to, to get one. And I got one. So um, it's stashed in the garage. My dad's been driving it. Uh, he's been having a blast. He says it's great. It's a little three-cylinder three engine, but it's peppy. It's Pepe. It's fast. Uh, and, you know, it's my love for rally right there. Maybe that's the car's name. Pepe. I like Pepe. that. Yes. <laughs> Pepe the GR4. Well, let's say farewell to this episode and also just hopefully uh, on to a great off season for you as you uh, get integrated into your new, uh, your new MSR home. Our pal Paige Shelton, she has just been nothing but a huge supporter of the uh, Michael Shank Racing Team, which then evolved into the Meyer Shank Racing Team. She's, uh, if you didn't know it, she's uh, one of your new biggest fans uh, because that team is like home for her. She says, just wanted to say congratulations, Simon, on your new ride. And as a longtime Shank fan, thrilled to see you join the MSR family. She says she's followed you since your rookie year in Champ Car. Excited to cheer for the IndyCar team that's already won the title of, quote, best hair Going into next season. So you've brought the team its first championship already with the hair. Um, Thank you. And I'm sure uh, she's, I'm sure she's, uh, Paige is one of many. You've already made you feel super welcome at your new home, brother. Thank you so So much. Happy for you. Thankful for you. And boy, this feels like a reboot. And that's not saying anything negative or critical of Team Penske, but this just feels like perfect opportunity, perfect team. Everything they need, you can help bring along with your uh, your teammate, Elio Castroneves. I love this move for you, brother. Can't wait for uh, this to get going. Thank you so much, Marshall. I look forward to it. It's, uh, yeah, big page turning for sure, but uh, lots of excitement ahead. <laughs>